Hello, welcome back to Bloody Bazaar. The second episode of the year. Hope everyone's settling into their 2024. I didn't really prepare any opening comments. Mm. Um, I hope you enjoyed last week's episode and that you've been engaging with us on what you think happened to the young men at the lighthouse. When does that one... Oh, that won't first be... First of Feb. Yeah, that'll be... Or, it be? or thereabouts. It'll be like the first week of Feb. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, whatever the first Sunday in Feb is. Yeah. yeah. So we're recording this in January. So if we say anything super stale, that's why. Imagine if like some major uh, thing has happened. I always think that or we make some joke and then like it, it, turn, comes, it becomes like or it becomes really on the nose and oh, like right. inappropriate because yeah, yeah. of something that's recently happened. Right. Yeah. 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 But yeah. You know, whatever. I could go back and edit it. Yeah. True. I mean, this is all, this could all, this is all pretty evergreen stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Feb, February should still exist. I was thinking about this and one of the things about having a podcast is that your dumb comments are like recorded. Yeah. And <laughs> like everyone's heard them. <laughs> like, and when you say so much dumb shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's difficult. It's a different, look, it's a difficult line of work. <laughs> It's not work. We don't get paid. Yeah, you have to get paid for it to be work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a difficult hobby. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really. Should I just jump in? Is yeah. it a long one? There was something not particularly. There was something I was going to say, but I, I can't it think of it. Was it about Instagram or yeah. merchandise? Nah. <laughs> um, yeah, look, if you want to just jump in. Okay. Um, I think you're going to really... Maybe it'll come to you, like, the thing that you wanted to say. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're going to... I don't know if enjoy, enjoy is not the right word because this is a horrible case. Yeah. But I know that you love your true crime. I do. And you like the horrible ones. I do. Um, this is also a current one. Oh. So it's ongoing. Um, I love that. So it's not even wrapped up yet. Okay. So, so you're going to have to do like an update episode at some point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there will definitely be updates. Okay. So my sources. Oh, God. Sarah also, because we're recording this in January, because Sarah is going to be probably giving birth in February. Yeah, I'm still heavily pregnant. So, so do you hear me huffing and puffing? That's why. Because I've got a basketball in my torso. The other night, I like, I think I was like half asleep. It didn't wake me up, but I was like awake. And I felt the baby move like in a like really dramatic fashion. I was like, oh God. And then I felt at the side and it was like sticking out. I don't know if it was its bum or its head, but it was like sticking out of the side, tummy, boop. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so I was like feeling it. And then she like boom, back in. Ew, <laughs> like alien. God, <laughs> fucking hell, motherhood is disgusting. <laughs> I was me. telling Emma today about pregnancy nose. <laughs> she hadn't heard of it. I mean, like, I knew that it widened, but I didn't know that much. It can't. Like, yeah, I okay. think those those ones I sent you were, like, extreme examples. Well, they were fucking extreme. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so my sources for today. Okay. CNN.com independent.co.uk the rotten mango podcast did a really good episode on this a much more in-depth one than probably i'm gonna do (laughs) and data.worldbank.org so today i'm telling you about abby Choi. you know anything about this one the name is so familiar yeah so it's it's been pretty big news throughout 2023 yeah this is uh abby was a hong kong socialite 
who was murdered. Okay. So, a little bit about Abby. In February of 2023, 28-year-old Abby Choi appeared to be living a life many people dream of. She was a fashion influencer, a model, a socialite, and a mother of four. She was traveling the world, she was gracing the front of magazines, and she was starting to make a name for herself in the fashion world. So, she was, like, going to... Paris Fashion Week and like all of all of that stuff. Well, who who are you going to tell me about who her parents are? Mm-hmm. Okay, that was until the twenty first of February, twenty twenty three, when she was reported missing after failing to pick up her daughter from school. Okay, so yeah, very recent. Yeah, Abby was born into a wealthy family who owned a construction business in Hong Kong and was the oldest of three girls. People close to her have described her as kind-hearted and said that she, quote, took great care of everyone. Um, she also co-founded an animal rescue nonprofit, so she was an animal lover too. I know that um, me immediately telling you that she was, like, born into a wealthy family, you'd be like, ugh. Yeah. But she does sound like a very nice person, so... A member of the animal rescue recounted a time that they found a cat who'd been hit by a car and everyone was like, this cat's done for. Like, we just need to euthanize this cat. And Abby insisted on them trying to save the cat. And the cat cat eventually survived, which was like a miracle. Like, everyone was like, no, this cat needs to be euthanized. And she was like, no kind of went above everyone and was like, we're saving this cat. Well, look, I like to hear of a, um, a kind, rich person because it's very easy to be kind when you're rich. <laughs> so so she should be. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it's kind of her kindness that Would sort of leads to, okay. yeah. I don't know. So is the... Is the I, that's not like, that sounds like a victim-blamey way of saying it, but it, unfortunately it's, yeah, her kindness that kind of opened her up to... So you're saying the moral is don't be kind. Don't be kind. Yeah. Be an asshole. Um, in 2012, when Abby was 18, she married Alex Kwong. Um, he was like her high school sweetheart, hence them getting married so young. So Abby's friends and family were a little worried. They all liked Alex, but trying to not sound like classist, I mean elitist in saying this, but his family were definitely not in the same league as Abby's family. Yeah, so her parents thought he was maybe below her. Possibly. Well, it sounds like her family were – it's not so much that they thought that he was below her or that she thought that or anything. It's that they were a little bit concerned about him being in it for the right reasons. Okay. So his family, most places I saw them described as like upper middle class. So they they were well off. They were comfortable. Uh, But Abby's family were like upper echelon, Mm. very wealthy, high society. I mean, when you describe someone as a socialite. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. But money and status isn't everything, and Alex and Abby were in love, and their families were happy that they were happy. Okay. Um, so I think it was more just her family was sort of like just a little bit like, God, you're only 18. Are, are you sure? Like, okay. Yeah. Um, Which I guess you would be for any couple, any couple that wanted yeah. to get married at 18. That's a little bit ridiculous. But <laughs> if that's what you did in your life, listener, then that's fine. <laughs> your not, life not mine i'm not judging i um. just maybe sound like i'm judging <laughs> um so the couple had two sons together uh but in 2016 they divorced 
Uh, and Abby Who, went, Alex and Abby? Yes. Oh. Yeah. At what age? Um, well, it was 2012 when they got married. They got married in... Yeah, so they would have been like early 20s. Okay. Like maybe... A divorcee at 22. Maybe like 25 or something. Okay. Yeah. The maths isn't that hard. I should be able to figure it out. But what, I just what can't was it? be bothered. What was it? So they were 18 <laughs> when they got married and when? In 2012. And, and then they, they got divorced in 2016. So that's um, four years and they were 18. So it's 22. Okay. Yeah. 2012 to 2016 is four years. Am I wrong? I just like couldn't be bothered. No, I know that. Yeah. I get that too. Like if someone's like doing maths and they're like, oh, what's this plus this? I'm like, you fucking work it out. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. As like, if I have the patience. I don't. I don't I'm tired. It's not for me. For, like if you do it. I don't need and to then prove tell me. it. It is good mental exercise though. Like you should do it because it's good to like keep your brain active it like that. It is so um, onerous on the on my brain though. And it's like you're tired. Yeah, and like, and I don't know about you, but when I'm doing maths in my head, I can almost see the the neural pathways. <laughs> do you, do you get that? And you they're can, like creaking. And- <laughs> oh, and it's like, and they're working so hard. And like, <laughs> with mine, it's like a machine that's been turned off for like 20 years. Yeah, and then like it's like. <clears throat> And, and like, there's like, give it a minute. And there's dust coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, um, it's just, uh, the same thing happens to me when I try and read the time. And look, I can read the time. <laughs> like on a clock. On like a, a clock on a, face. Uh, yeah, yeah, clock face. Like, and, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I can do it. I just don't, I don't have to prove it to you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, anyway, they were 22. Okay. <laughs> Um, so Abby went on to date uh, Tam Chuck Kwan uh, or Kwan. Um, so these two had been best friends when they were kids because they attended international school together, which cute. is really cute. And mm. then they sort of just drifted apart as they became teenagers and adults. But they reconnected after Abby's divorce. Do you know? Sorry to interrupt. This is pertinent. There was a guy that I was friends, best friends with in primary school when we were um uh down near the beach and i came across him on tinder oh really did you match with him i swiped right on him he obviously didn't swipe right on me (laughs) (laughs) that happens that's okay be like bitch we were friends yeah we were best friends you probably remember him (laughs) Um, just mentioned a lot of first and last names (laughs) yeah i'll I'll cut that bit out (laughs) um okay anyway so they were really, really happy together, these two. And this guy was also very rich in his own right um, because his – well, his family was very rich yep. in their own right yep. because his family owned – I think it was a chain of restaurants. It might have been – it was something to do with food. Okay. The family's net worth was something crazy like half a billion dollars. Insane. Wouldn't mind it. <laughs> yeah. Um, these two never officially got married, but they were de facto, and Abby went on to have two more children with him, making her a mum of four. Okay. So so she's got two with her first husband, two with her second husband. Yeah. Oh, two yeah. with her second partner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Despite the divorce, Abby remained close to her ex-husband and his family, okay. buying them a very expensive luxury apartment in an exclusive Hong Kong neighborhood and helping her ex-brother-in-law buy his house. And when her ex-brother-in-law needed a job, she hired him as her driver. And there's heaps of selfies of the two of them together with him making comments about her being his sister and how close they are. Cute. Okay. Um, I think his name's Anthony. I say it later on, but... So no hard feelings, obviously, between the two. Yeah, yeah. Not a contentious divorce or anything like that. She went above and beyond to look after the ex-husband's family, even though she had no responsibility to do so. Why did they divorce? They just didn't love each other anymore. Yeah, um... 
it's interesting. In, I think it was in the podcast I listened to, there was um, a lot of her friends were saying that she never spoke ill of him, mm-hmm. never made any sort of disparaging comments or anything. So it is kind of unclear, like, okay. what the reason was because it was so amicable. Yeah, okay. Just got married too young. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Just grew apart. I don't know. I mean, their brains weren't even fully formed. Yeah, exactly. Again, so if yeah, you got she, married at 18, that's great for you. I'm not <laughs> having a go. So, yeah, she didn't have to look after them. She could have done nothing. She could have even bought them, like, a standard house mm-hmm. and been like, there you go, I bought you a house. Yeah, like, I'd take it. But Yeah, but no, she made sure they were living in luxury. And I read that when the couple were divorcing, she actually sat his family down and was like, please don't be stressed, I'm still going to look after you. Mm. Um, and she was, like... 21 yeah like she was just a kid yeah unfortunately as so often happens money got in the way of this positive relationship and a feud of sorts began when abby decided that she wanted to sell the luxury apartment for her property portfolio although abby had bought and fully paid for that apartment paid she'd paid it off Mm -hmm. it had been put in the father-in-law's name to avoid paying the stamp duty on it okay so she she'd promised the family that she's she was going to buy them another house but she just wanted to sell this one for mm-hmm. i guess for her whatever her property portfolio whatever reason she doesn't need a reason it's you know it's hers it's yeah. hers and yeah she's she said i'll buy you a new house don't don't stress about that but they weren't happy with that plan and to that i say if you don't like it go buy your own luxury it's pretty apartment. audacious to say uh you bought this house this um, luxury this apartment luxury apartment yeah and I'm not going to let you sell it, mm-hmm. even though you've you've agreed to buy me a, another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Look, <laughs> she also was paying them a like a stipend. Yeah, or was it a stipend? They, they didn't have to work or anything. How do you pronounce that word? Stipend. 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 Okay, I said stipend to begin with. I, it might be stipend. Stipend sounds right. I've seen that word written, but I haven't seen. <laughs> This is another one of those yeah. situations. Should I look Do- it up? Dr. Carl would, you know, he'd, he'd be I know Dr. Carl's fucking opinion. <laughs> Let me look it up. Hang on. I think it's hell. stipend. I think it's stipend too. Um, but, yeah, so they didn't have to work. They were just in this luxury apartment stipend. Yeah. This was all it took for Abby's ex-father-in-law, Kwong Cow, to start planning her murder. It sounds like a fucking cow. <laughs> Let me tell you a little bit about Kwong Kao, who, let's be clear... You've told me everything. There's more. But keep going. There's more. Okay. He sounds like a real piece of work. Okay. He obviously should have been grateful for, yeah. like, his son's ex mm. paying his way, letting him live this life of luxury. Yeah. Um, bankrolling this luxurious lifestyle for him. But anyway, he was a former Hong Kong police sergeant. A highly decorated officer at that, but he'd retired in 2005 or been sort of pushed out mm. after being accused of rape. Mm. And I actually read that there had been several accusations against him for sexual assault, mm-hmm. but he was never charged. But then this last one, I guess, was the straw that broke the camel's back. And, he... and whenever there's several allegations, I always think about the... Um, the hidden number as well. Oh, yeah, the people who didn't report. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So he's probably done it a prolific a number abuser, of times. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, since retiring from the police force, money was a little tight as he hadn't been able to pick up another job. So he was relying on Abby to 
Mm. pay for his whole family I don't know if he hadn't been able to pick up another job or if it was uh, just like all the jobs that he could get were beneath him because I get the feeling that he was one of these people who enjoyed being in a position of power and authority Um, and so I'm assuming if there was any role that was offered to him where he would have been like a subordinate Mm. he he would have just well I mean rape isn't about sex for a lot of people it's about control and power so and a police sergeant as well yeah so on the 21st of February, this is the day that Abby went missing, okay. um, Anthony Kwong, so that's the brother-in-law who was her driver, driver and yep. who, you know, it seemed like they were really close. They were always hanging out together because obviously he was driving her. Mm. And by the way, she paid him way more than yeah. what a driver would yeah. would get. A real Taylor Swift, if you will. Why? She overpays all her workers. I mean, as she should. Yeah, well, she still does, so <laughs> yeah. let's give her praise. Yeah, but, like, this this is, like, you know. Okay. She's, she's doing him a favour. Yeah. Um. So Anthony Kwong allegedly oh, – I'm going to say allegedly a lot here because this yeah, is still – Yeah, and so you should because I was reading up on defamation laws for one of the stories I'm doing in the future because yeah. um, one of the um, people that's involved in that story is um, famously litigious. And, and so I was looking up defamation laws. And if something is honest opinion, then you're fine. Yeah. If, and if you make it clear that it's honest opinion. But you still can be – like taken to court even if it is still honest opinion and they can find in that person's favor if it's like not clear or even if you're just re-reporting like news stories really mm-hmm. okay well then i'll make it clear now that everything <laughs> i'm saying is stuff that i well um, you did call the dad the father-in-law a rapist he was accused of rape there were several okay. accusations of rape okay. against him okay so we're not calling him a rapist no he was never charged sounds like a rapist to me <laughs> <laughs> My honest opinion. Yes. (laughs) Um, So so I'll be saying allegedly a lot. Okay. So on the 21st of February, Anthony Kwong allegedly picked up Abby under the guise of them going to pick up one of her children together um, because, yeah, he was her driver. And she still picked up her children from school. She didn't have, like, somebody who did that for her. So... She wouldn't have had any reason to be suspicious because although the family were angry at her about the plan to sell the apartment, most sane people would probably reason that that was something that they could, like, work out and, Mm. like, I've been good to them. We've got a good relationship. I mean, you were angry with me this morning. Yeah. I didn't didn't believe that you were going to murder me. I mean, you haven't yet. (laughs) But uh, let's put it on the record just in case. On the whatever the date is today. Yeah, on this, the 10th of January. Sarah allegedly invited Emma over. (laughs) I'd be like, I don't know, she went to some meeting. I hadn't seen her. (laughs) So, yeah, she wouldn't have had any reason to be suspicious anyway. Um, And especially with Anthony as well, because they were still hanging out all the time. Like, they Mm. were on good terms. She trusted him. Yeah. I think it was in the podcast that I listened to where it was saying, like, somebody of her, the amount of money she had would probably have a bodyguard or something like that but it seems like she maybe didn't because she trusted anthony and was like well you know i've always got anthony there with me Mm. Um, which is really sad yeah so on the way to quote pick up her child uh in inverted commas um anthony kwong unexpectedly stopped the car allegedly (laughs) unexpectedly stopped the car on the side of the road and abby's ex-husband alex got in so this is her ex. Yep. It's believed that she was then beaten in the car. 
uh, while the brother continued driving. It's unclear if she was killed in the car, but they do believe that the fatal blow was a huge hit to the back of the head, probably from a hammer or similar. Blood evidence was found in the car, but yet still unclear if that's where she actually died. So let's pause for a second and go back in time two weeks before any of this. The family had rented an apartment in the suburb of Tai Po in Hong Kong. Now, neighbours were a bit suspicious. I get the feeling that this is the type of place where people noticed comings and goings, a little bit like my street. <laughs> yeah, and also like if, if it's a fancy area. Yeah, it's. I think it was like a resort sort of area. Okay, yeah, yeah. So they rented this little apartment and what the neighbours noticed was that although there was a guy coming to the apartment and there was a van often parked outside, nobody had moved in, no furniture had moved in. When they looked through the window, as nosy neighbours do. Mm-hmm. Um, Curtain twitches. Yeah. <laughs> um, the place was still empty. And after a bit, it became even more suspicious because they put black coverings up at every window and even even behind the front door so that when the front door opened, you couldn't see. That's scary. It's weird, yeah. So on the 24th of February, just a few days after she was reported missing, Abby's remains are found inside this apartment. In the apartment, the police found two different kinds of meat grinders, an electric saw, a hammer, face shields, raincoats, knives, and Abby's handbag that she was carrying the day she went missing with all of her things still inside, like her credit cards and her phone and stuff like that. That list. Pretty dark. Yeah, it's so... Horror movie-esque. It's so descriptive. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Mm. I know. You don't need defamation to to kind of suggest. Mm. Yeah. Mm. What they didn't find in the house was any furniture or anything normal. Yeah, right. Okay. It became unsettlingly obvious that this house had been rented for the sole purpose of either killing or dismembering Abby. Yeah. Allegedly. Okay, yeah. Further into the apartment, the police found two pots with stew in them, veg and meat stew. Police were immediately suspicious of the meat in there and sent the stew to the medical examiner and they confirmed that it was human flesh in there um, and her head was actually in one of these pots. It had cooked down so much that they had to confirm that with dental records, but it was her head that was in the stew. And then there was just bits of flesh that were in both of the pots. Um, Her feet were found in the freezer. And elsewhere in the house, they found part of her torso and legs. They did not find her arms or upper body, and they believe that they might have been dumped at a nearby tip, or they're, they're, they're not sure. Wow. So, so a big search began, but they had enough to obviously confirm that she was dead yep. and that yep. she'd been murdered. Yep. The presence of a... Of a head. Head would usually mm-hmm. determine that, I yes. guess. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that is fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Super fucked up. So the motive... Obviously, there's this real estate dispute that's going on. But when you think about it, it doesn't make a huge amount of sense for them to kill Abby over this because no matter how angry they are about it, she's still funding their lifestyle. She's still paying them this, like, allowance. Yeah, okay. Um, And if she dies, they're like, yeah, sure, they might be able to get some money from the sale of the house or whatever, but they're not going to be able to keep up this lifestyle. Like, Mm -hmm. it's, it's... that's the end of it if Abby dies. The gravy train finishes. Yeah, exactly. The amount that she was paying them to was a 
a lot. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like just a small amount. The, the ex was buying luxury watches. Okay. Like they were they were living a luxurious lifestyle with the amount that she was paying them. Mm-hmm. So it's not like she was just paying them a normal amount. She mm-hmm. was paying them like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So ostensibly, they'd no longer have that income if Abby died. But remember, I said Abby never officially remarried after Alex. Yeah. So what that would mean is that in the event of her death, legally, it's likely her estate would be split between her four children, two of whom were Alex's. Mm. So her oldest child was only 10 at the time, meaning that the money would actually go to whoever the children's guardian is, and that would be none other than Alex and his family. So he'd essentially inherit half of her fortune. Yeah. So you could argue that that would be a motive a motive and also like yes that that is a good motive i think and Mm. i think that that like you're probably going to present alternative theories but um i like that Mm. um i like him for it as they say Mm -hmm. also this father-in-law fil he's obviously a a piece of shit in my humble opinion yeah Mm -hmm. um in my honest opinion yes i am h o um (laughs) And I feel like he would have been so rage-filled that this mm. woman is saying, oh, no, I'm going to do this mm-hmm. and I'm sorry, but you just have to be okay with it. And then rage, I think, is a really good motivator for a lot of these things. Yeah, and he's probably already kind of dark on the fact that a woman is paying for his lifestyle. Yeah, like, like it's kind yeah. of humiliating that like I, a, that's what a, I was a 21-year-old thinking. at some point was – a 21-year-old girl was like – I was thinking like if I was dating a guy who was incredibly rich and then we broke up and he was like, no, I'm still going to pay for things for you. I'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to – Yeah, I I'm not going to take yeah, your money. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's probably kind of humiliating for him as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, again, like that's your fucking problem. Of course. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so initially the mum, dad and brother-in-law are arrested. Alex, the ex, is not because he's on the run. Oh. So the mum actually wasn't implicated in the murder plot at this time, but it, she was believed to be helping Alex to evade police. Okay. Yeah. While Alex was on the run, some interesting things came out about him as well. Oh. So it seems allegedly he was a fraudster. Oh, no. He would tell people that he was in the gold business, gain their trust. And remember, if you were to look at his socials and stuff, he was, you know, living this luxurious. Yeah, exactly. He'd be like, oh, yeah, he is rich. Mm -hmm. Not knowing that obviously his wife was like paying, his ex-wife was paying an allowance. Yeah. And then, so what he would do is he would convince these people he was in the gold business. He would say to them, um, the price for gold is really low at the moment. Now is a great time to buy. He'd go with them. They would buy this gold. He'd be like, yep, this is an excellent investment. Um, you know, I've got intel that gold is going to go up in price in however long, whatever. So buy up now. Then he would, I read that a lot of the time he'd go home and sleep with them. He'd seduce them, men and women. Wow. And then he would steal the gold <gasps> and take off with it. That's not even like clever. It's just like straight up thievery. It's just thievery. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, wow. So I was uh, expecting you to be like, and then he'd do this intricate little thing and it's mm-hmm, so clever. Mm-hmm, no, nah, just nah. straight up and steal it. Just he would, yeah. Fuck them and steal their shit. Yep. Okay. Yep, exactly. Um, I mean, I could do that. <laughs> yeah, like it could. requires no. You would just have to make a like a fake identity where you were like rich. I could just sleep with guys and steal their shit. 
Yeah, but the, the still the TVs. The, well, yes, but the thing was that this gold was worth like a lot, a lot of money. Sure. So, like he, he still their PlayStation fives. They're worth it's a not lot. that expensive. <laughs> 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 so, um, so yeah, Abby obviously didn't know anything about this. Yeah, allegedly. The dad's a rapist. Alex is a con man. Yeah. So what a family. Yeah, what a gorgeous family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love also, like I love as in I hate, that he's getting all this money from her and he still feels the need yeah. to con. So to greedy. Th- not even con, just steal. The, the <laughs> running theme through this whole thing is like greed. Greed and uh, like zero morals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just yeah. like yuck. Yeah. Yuck. So after a huge manhunt, Alex was eventually found trying to flee the country by speedboat. <laughs> um, on him, he apparently had a heap of cash that... I think they call it a wad. A wad of cash. <laughs> either would have been given to him by Abby or stolen. Yeah. yeah. From allegedly. one of his partners. Yeah. Sleepover partners. <laughs> and he also had thousands of dollars worth of watches. Again, that probably Abby's money bought him. Yeah. The speedboat, though. Uh, it's... It's like it's kind of cinematic. It is cinematic, mm-hmm. yeah. The father-in-law's mistress was charged shortly after. He had a mistress. Did the wife know? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Probably fucking not. Probably not. His family. I know. So, yeah, the father-in-law's mistress was charged shortly after. I don't think she was implicated in the murder plot, but she was helping Alex escape yeah. and evade police like okay. her mum. Yeah. Another guy was also charged with helping Alex's escape plan. I think he was the one who was providing the boat for him to escape in. Um, he'd been paid a shit ton of money by Alex. Uh, and I think a friend of Alex's was also yeah, was also arrested in relation to this as well. So... Alex took a heap of people down with him when he decided to go on the run. All of these people were charged not in relation to the murder, but just in relation to helping him escape, and he didn't even escape. So, Mm. I wonder if he gave up their names too. If it was just like, I'll give up these people for a lighter sentence. Probably. Because, yeah, he has no morals. Yeah. Yeah. So this case shocked the world even more so because it happened in Hong Kong, which despite its connections with organised crime has a very low homicide rate of about 0.2 homicides per 100,000 people. In comparison, the UK's rate is between 0.9 and 1.2. And in the US, Mm. it's a whopping 6.5 or possibly more. I saw another source that had it at around 7. Yeah. Which is the highest of any developed country by far. In Australia, for your own interest it's about 0.8 so we're if you can hear like a girt like a sucking sound sarah's my um, dishwasher you can't pause it dishwasher's just popped off yeah um so 0.8 for australia okay yeah so at the lower end in the uk it's 0.9 so we're closer to sort of the lower end of the uk's average homicide rate yeah um oh you'd think that a a country full of uh convicts (laughs) (laughs) take that england Uh, so abby's mum was of course completely devastated she couldn't even stand properly at the Mm. funeral she needed help to stand up um it's really really sad because she i listened to her like speaking and just like the like heartbreak in her voice she's just so like she's holding back tears and she's Mm. just like completely devastated devastated yeah um she said quote you used up all your kindness on the wrong people and then in another, in a separate thing, she said, quote, these people ate my daughter's heart up. The community in the suburb where Abby's body was found and dismembered held a Taoist ritual to, mm-hmm. quote, calm the spirit. 
And I think the basic premise is just allowing the deceased person to return to their home and family in peace. Due to the horrific way that she died, they just wanted to, which I think is nice. I guess they couldn't, They, I'm guessing they couldn't determine a cause of death. They believe it was the blow to the back of the head. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So there was a big hole in the back of her skull that right. they think was probably caused by a hammer okay um and oh, they so, did find a hammer didn't they yes yeah yeah, yeah so um i thought oh did i skip a bit earlier yeah, i did skip a bit it's not it's not important it's not too, too important but basically um uh the cctv that shows them rocking up to the apartment and they're not sure if she's dead or just unconscious when she arrives at the apartment or oh, they can see her well, I, no, I don't think they can see her. But oh. I think the car just arrives. Oh, okay. Um, but they... they oh, they can't determine when she was killed. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they don't know if it happened in the house or mm. in the car. Okay. But there is blood evidence in the car, so yeah. she was at least, there was some violence in the car. Mm-hmm. So nobody has been convicted of anything yet because the case is still going through court. Okay. So I believe the trial is starting back up again, if not already, then really soon, depending depending on when we upload this episode. It might have there might have been something um, developed. Sorry, I'm really burpy. Um, yeah. So there'll definitely be updates to come. Mm-hmm. As it stands, Alex and all of his family have been denied bail. Good. I love the irony of them living this luxury lifestyle in a luxury apartment. And because of their fucking greed, they're now all, like, sitting in a jail cell. Yeah, like, and it's like, you were going to lose the house, but you were going to go into another luxury house, but mm. you didn't want to lose a house. So now you've gone into fucking prison. How yeah. about that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, talk about biting the hand that feeds you. Yeah. Like, shooting yourself in the foot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that is the infuriating case of Abby Shoy, which is ongoing. Well, I did. I've I, Her name is so familiar, but I did not know about this case. It, I think um, there was a bit of, like, a, a lot of people talking about it on social media and definitely in, like, um, Asian culture. And so mm. it's been, like, a big deal. Yeah. So there's, like, a Chinese version of Instagram or Twitter or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but a lot of people talking about it on there. Um, I saw it come up on my TikTok. Okay. That yeah, is the age we live in. That's awful for Abby and Abby's family and her yeah. kids. And yeah, well, she's got four kids that now... And two of them now have lost both their parents because the, the father will possibly be convicted and sent to yeah. prison. Yeah, so all life. four children are now with the so the new partner. Mm. Um, I think that his mum has taken on the main caring role. So he, he is, obviously, he's the dad of two of them, but his mum is sort of caring for all of them. So all four of the children are together, which is nice. Um, but, yeah, really sad. Yeah. They've, they've lost their mum. And she was yeah. 28. And it yeah. was, like, she really was, like, up and coming. Like, yeah. Seems like, a like despite the fact that she was obviously born with a silver spoon in her mouth, seems like she was a really nice, kind person. Mm. Like, she had good values and... yeah. It sucks. Yeah. It's fucking awful family. Yeah. Yeah. All of them. Like the whole family been, imagine being in like a murder plot with your family. It's like, like you look around. Yeah. Like look around and be like, these people kind of suck. Like, yeah. Like if I asked you to help me murder someone, it would be for a good reason. It'd be a good reason. Yeah. It'd be a good reason. You would, I think. Given the, yeah, if, if it was the right, 
I mean, I've told you before, once I, if I get to like, I don't know, 75 or something, mm-hmm. I'm 100% going to go vigilante. Yeah. Um, and I won't dob you in. I'm probably not going to help you, but I, oh, it depends, I guess. See where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be like 73. Yeah. <laughs> quick maths um what kind of sucks as well is that my story next week is kind of similar oh really yeah oh well i mean it doesn't necessarily have to be i could switch my stories i'm gonna switch my stories okay (laughs) oh called mulligan um so listen in next week uh yeah what are you doing when i'm gonna do the strip search scam why is that i'll tell you about it next week thanks for listening everyone Thanks. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.